Good morning, everyone. It's good to be back with you again. And I hope you're all keeping well and keeping safe during these very difficult days. Uh, it's a great pleasure to have the opportunity of speaking to you once again at Great Parks. And I do hope that this little message will be a real blessing to each of us. It's the story about how the Lord Jesus appeared to Thomas uh, a week after the resurrection. And the story is told for us in John chapter 20 and from verse 24. Now Thomas, called Didymus, one of the twelve, was not with the disciples when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the nail marks in his hands and put my finger where the nails were and put my hand into his side, I will not believe it. A week later, his disciples were in the house again and Thomas was with them. Though the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here. See my hands. Reach out your hand and put it into my side. Stop doubting and believe. Thomas said to him, My Lord and my God. And Jesus told him, Because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. So it's a week after the resurrection and Thomas hadn't been with the rest of the disciples when they met with the Lord Jesus on Easter Sunday. The other disciples told him, we have seen the Lord. What a, what a great message and what a, a word to, to Thomas. And yet he, he chose to, to live on for a week in total unbelief. Incidentally, you'll have recognized in the story that it has never said that he doubted. You will notice that he, he made a straightforward statement at the end of verse 25. He said, unless I do these various things, I will not believe it. It was a straightforward statement of unbelief, something he had decided in his own mind. And it's almost impossible to imagine his wretchedness during this period. Just imagine living for a week, having decided you're not going to believe in the resurrection. I think it's also good that the Lord lets us see that these men were not easily persuaded that it was the Lord Jesus who had risen from the dead. He's referred to, incidentally, as the Lord by all of them after his resurrection, never once referred to just as Jesus. And as acknowledging his lordship and his lordship over death that brings blessing to our own hearts as we recognize that he is raised from the dead. The father raised the son, demonstrating the way in which he appreciated and valued the son's sacrifice on the cross. However, I digress. A week later, his disciples were in the house again, and this time Thomas was with him. I often wonder what had kept him away the first time. Had he been wallowing in his wretchedness or was there some legitimate thing had kept him from seeing the Lord on the occasion of his resurrection? 
However, he was with the disciples on this occasion. And even though the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood among them and said, as he had the previous Sunday, peace be with you. What a word for us today. We live in a world which is very uncertain at the moment. Great uncertainty with regard our health, but also great political and economic uncertainty. And it's quite remarkable that such a little thing as a virus can cause such great disruption throughout our world today. And to have the Lord say and whisper to our hearts, peace be with you is a great comfort. His death and resurrection has brought us peace with God. And we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. So to recognise this in our own hearts would surely be a blessing to us today. Peace be with you. And then he said to Thomas and singles him out, put your finger here, see my hands. Reach out your hand, put it into my side. Be not faithless, believe. It must have been a real shock to Thomas for him to recognise that the Lord had known about his conversation the previous week with the disciples. He wanted to see, he wanted to touch, he wanted to put his finger in the nail marks and he wanted to put his hand into the Saviour's side. And the Lord offered that to him. I mean, the grace of the Lord Jesus in this instance is just amazing. Thomas said he wouldn't believe unless he did this. And yet after the Lord offered to him that he could do it, he never did it. Quite remarkable. So we come to this point of recognising that immediately when the Lord spoke to Thomas, two things happened. First of all, Thomas recognised it was indeed the Lord. And secondly, he acknowledged that by what he said. And you have this great statement that none of the other disciples made as far as we know. My Lord and my God. And when you and I truly recognise who Jesus is, that he is the Saviour, that he becomes our Saviour, my Saviour, then we recognise him as my Lord and my God. And Thomas acknowledges the fact that the Lord Jesus is deity. He acknowledges him as God. And this, for a Jew, would not be a light thing to recognise that Jesus was who he had claimed to be. His victory over death demonstrated this, that he had actually come to this point of having an awareness that this person has power over death. Therefore, by definition, he must be God. He must be life. He must be all that is a blessing to us. And the Saviour just says to him, stop doubting, believe. And that's really the call to our hearts today. Because you and I need to recognise that the Lord Jesus is real and that faith in Christ is that which brings blessing to our hearts. Indeed, Jesus goes on to say to pronounce, goes on to say and pronounce this benediction. Jesus says to him, Because you have seen me, you have believed. 
Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. And the Lord pronounces this blessing upon each of us. You and I, because of the work of his Spirit in our hearts, have come to recognise who Jesus truly is. And even though we have not seen him, yet we believe with all our hearts. And it has been such a, a blessing to us. I can remember when as a child I, I came to faith in the Lord Jesus and recognised that he had died for me and he had shed his blood for me that he had given his life so that I might go free and know his life within me. And even though I was only eight years old, yet to come to that point of recognition was such a, a real blessing. And so for each of us, the blessing of the Lord is upon us because we have believed. That doesn't make us special, of course. It's only the work of grace in our hearts through the tenderness of Christ that we are brought to this point of belief. And I know that each of you this morning can think of the day whenever you came to the Lord Jesus. I can remember Roy telling me of that day when he came to faith and what a blessing it was to him as an older man when he came to the Lord. And I bear testimony to the fact that as an eight-year-old child, when he touched my life that Sunday evening, it made such a difference even in that context. To know him is to be blessed by him. To have this ongoing consciousness that he is in our lives and directing our footsteps. To recognise from day to day that in the fullness of knowing Christ there is a direction for our living which it is impossible to know otherwise. There is forgiveness for our sins. There is blessing for our hearts. And we are brought into this real experience of the living Christ. I trust as we think about these things this morning, it will come again as a fresh blessing to us that the Saviour has taken our lives and redeemed them, brought us into contact with himself through faith in him and brought us into a real understanding that this Jesus is my Lord and my God. Let's just spend a moment in prayer. Father, we want to thank you for the certainty of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. We want to praise you that we know in our own hearts that he is alive because he has touched our lives in whatever circumstances we find ourselves today. And we pray that you'll help us to continue to trust him. However dark the way may seem, however unending this lockdown may appear to be, we want to recognise that the Saviour is with us in it and continually sustains us through it. We thank you that even though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, it is not a cul-de-sac, but there is light, literally light, at the end of the tunnel. So we commit our lives to you this morning, and thank you once again for this word of yours to our hearts, in our Saviour's name. Amen. Well, I do trust you'll have a good day, and you'll be conscious of the Lord's presence, and you will know his direction in the days ahead. God bless you.